Hey, it's Michael, and welcome to the podcast. The most important factor, the number one thing that an athlete has to have to be a winning athlete is hunger. Bottom line, you can be talented, you can have physical gifts genetically, you can have the best support around you. All of that, of course, is important, but the number one thing is hunger. If you don't have that as an athlete, you're not going to be victorious. Take, for example, an NBA player named Muggsy Bogues. He was five foot three in the NBA. He played 14 seasons in the NBA at five foot three, and he could dunk. This guy had hunger. If you watch him, he gets after it. He steals balls. He's like super aggressive, super, super hungry. So today on the podcast, I'm talking about hunger. So it's kind of less sports psychology, but more just kind of like the killer instinct. I call it the hunter instinct. And the reason I call it the hunter instinct is because that's the way we humans are wired. We're wired to be hunter-gatherers. That is our sort of prototype. When we developed um, on the African plains and the savanna, uh, we were a hunter-gatherer species. We hung out in groups, small groups. We worked together to hunt and gather. That's how we survived. Our bodies, our minds, our psyche, everything is still built for that lifestyle. We still have not evolved to the point of really um, beyond hunter-gatherer. Now, the thing is, um, <laughs> the hunter-gatherer prototype, that model worked really, really well in that environment. That's why we thrived. Everything was in balance, essentially. Humans got hungry, they got hungry enough, and when there wasn't enough food to gather, they had to go out and hunt. They had to, it was, otherwise they died. So there's this hunger, this killer instinct, I call it the hunter instinct, that all humans have inside of them. It is just in there from the old days. Now the thing is, in modern day, there's a lot of comfort there's a lot of, like, when was the last time you went hungry for three or four days in a row? Like, probably not ever, <laughs> or maybe maybe once or twice, right? Now, the thing is, when you're, when you're really, really hungry, what happens? You, you get into a different zone. You have to get food. Like, there's, it's not like I kind of want to get food. Maybe I should get food, you know, Maybe next year I'll get some food. It's like, no, I'm getting food right now. I don't care how I get it. I'm going to rob somebody. I'm going to steal from a grocery store, like <laughs> whatever it takes. So you see how this killer instinct or the hunter instinct is in all humans. And it's in all athletes. Typically, athletes have a higher sort of hunger instinct in them. But what can happen? Athletes can also get complacent. They can also feel what I call satiated. So what happens with the hunter-gatherer is they go out, they kill the antelope or some sort of a prey, and once they do that, once they bring it back to the tribe and cook it up, everyone is satisfied. Ah, nice, great meal of antelope. We don't have the hunger until they run out of antelope meat <laughs> and they have to go out hunting again. So you see how that old environmental model worked really, really well. Right, the new in, in modern days, you have to kind of create the hunger because life is pretty comfortable, relatively speaking, compared to the old old days, the caveman days. Right, 
So as an athlete, how can you activate that killer instinct inside of you? Because that is the thing. If you think about all the great athletes, just picture them in your mind. They all have that killer instinct, that hunter instinct. They have an intensity to them. They could have all kinds of great training and, you know, be the perfect height and weight and all that. Sure, that's important, but they all have that killer instinct. So how can you, how can you activate that within you? That is the question. Because once that's activated, the hunter instinct, once that's activated, you will get much better results. So let's talk about activating it. The way you do that is in two ways. I call it aspiration and desperation. So aspiring, aspiration, aspiring to something greater, the rewards, all the great benefits you're going to get from winning, from achieving. That's aspiration. I want you also to use desperation. So the carrot and the stick here. Desperation is what will happen if I don't achieve my athletic goals. I'll feel embarrassed. I'll feel like I'm not realizing my potential. I'll have regret 10 years from now because I didn't pursue that goal, right? So use both of those. Now, you don't want to get caught up in the delusion of either aspiration or desperation because desperation, if you spend too much time there, it's very negative. It's like kerosene. You got to be really careful and use the desperation in small doses and be in control of that. The aspiration also, I want you to spend a lot more time in that realm of expansion of saying, oh, it's going to be so awesome if I train harder, if I'm getting better results, I'm going to get on a better team, I'm going to get kudos from my friends, I'm going to feel better about myself, I'm going to look back on my life and feel proud of myself. That's the aspiration. That's where you want to spend most of your time, but you don't want to be delusional about that either. So here's how we're going to break it down. Aspiration. I want you right now, if you're, if you're driving or something, listen to this. You may want to listen to this again. But um, take out a piece of paper, and I do this on my podcast. I tell people to do some work while they're listening to the podcast, not just listen. But take out a piece of paper and write down, literally write down, aspirational goals. Aspirational, like aspiring to. So these are not like the practical goals. You're going to get practical later, right? You want to start out with a dream. You want to start out with a fire. And it's think about it like this. Pretend that you're uh, a hunter. So picture yourself way back when, maybe, you know, I don't know, um, 50,000 years ago, somewhere in Africa, and you are desperate. Your tribe needs food. Everyone is feeling just this sense of, of desperation, right? But once you notice in the distance, you look off into the distance, it's kind of hazy, and you see a herd of antelopes. And that's where the aspiration comes in. My aspirational goal is to get one of those antelopes for my tribe. If I do that, everyone's going to be happy. We're all going to be well-fed. We're going we're gonna to grow our tribe. It's like we need this antelope. That is the prize. That is the goal. Feel that. If you can picture yourself right there and you haven't eaten for three or four or five days and you see this antelope and you're remembering your past experiences of killing antelope. So imagine that like you're focusing in and you have this hunger and you, you have to get this antelope. That's the feeling I want you to have when you're writing down your modern day goals, your sports goals. Okay. 
So with this fire in your belly, the killer instinct, write down your aspirational goals for what you want. You can get practical later. Just really dream big. What do you want? Write down like as quickly as you can right now, just bullet points of just wants and desires that you, for your sport, right? Don't get practical. Just write as quickly as you can and write this stuff down. Okay. Now you can pause this podcast while you're writing this down. We'll come back and I'll give you the next step. Okay. The next step in this exercise is to look at everything you wrote down, your aspirational goals, right? And just look at them. And then I want you to write down uh, desperation, okay? You're just going to write the word desperation. And you're going to write down what you would feel if you did not achieve all of these goals. So write down the emotions. Write down just, again, as quickly as you can. I'll feel disappointed. I'll be embarrassed. Um, I'll regret. Regret is a big one, right? Use, use regret to your advantage. I'll look back 10 years from now. If I didn't do this, if I didn't at least try... Better to try than, you know, and fail than to have not tried at all, at least in my opinion. So write down what, how you would feel if you didn't even try to go for some of these things. Now, again, they're, they're aspirational. They may not be practical, but the point is pretend like you didn't achieve them. And so you're getting in a little negative space right now, but write down disappointment, shame, uh, you know, regret, whatever it is, right? So take a minute to write all of those emotions and feelings down. Now, you can pause this. Again, like I said, pause this podcast as much as you want. Okay, I also want you to write down all of the feelings, aspiring positive feelings. Pretend that you do accomplish these. Okay, so you're going to make a list of feelings of what happens when you actually achieve all of these dreams, these aspirational goals. And again, don't get hung up on being practical. Am I being realistic? Can I achieve these? Doesn't matter. This is, the, this is just the exercise. Write down what it would feel like to actually accomplish that. Envision yourself accomplishing it. Look, notice details in the visual. Like who's watching? What are you doing? Are you smiling? Are you putting a medal around your neck? Do you have a particular jersey or shirt on or something that symbolizes this? How do you feel? Write it down. So just as quickly as you can, again, bullet points, feel proud. I feel accomplished. Um, I feel like I'm growing. I feel like I'm expanding. I feel at one with the universe. <laughs> I feel camaraderie with my team. Write it down. Get, get positive. Um, I'm going to tell my kids about this. Um, I'm setting a, a role model example for everyone around me of how I handle success and the responsibility that comes with that. God, that feels good, right? Write it down. Um, other people are going to get inspired by me. Uh, what else? Um, I'm going to get even more fit. I'm going to get even, grow even more. I'm going to get mentally strong. I'm going to get money from this, right? From this sport that I'm going to accomplish, okay? Right now, let's look at everything that you wrote down. Uh, but you have a list of aspirational goals. You have a list of feelings of what happens when you accomplish those goals. And you have a feeling, a list of feelings of what happens when you don't accomplish those goals. Now, this is step one of goal setting. So this episode is not just about hunger and the, and the hunter instinct. It's also about articulating these desires into actionable goals. Okay. 
But the most important thing, I can't stress this enough, is that hunter-killer instinct. When you're in that state of feeling hungry and dreaming big, you wrote it all down. You got it all out of you, okay? People generally don't do this. They set their goals way too low. They think about how they're not going to work out. But you have all of this articulated on paper. This is the first step to actually getting what we call SMART goals. And that's going to be my next episode. Okay, you've heard about this before. SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T. I'm not going to leave you hanging. I'm going to give it a week here. I'll be back at you with the SMART goals. We're going to take all of this, this workshop, and turn it into goals for the next year. But I want you to be looking at everything that you wrote down, especially the aspirational dreams for your entire career in your sport, okay? And I want you to look at them. I don't want you to overthink them, right? I don't want you to actually post them in plain view all of the time because what happens is um, our, our minds start to think of what, about you know being too practical. I want you to treasure these and look at them like once a day, pull them out and peek at them and then put them away real quick. Make yourself actually hungry to look at these hunger goals, okay? So that is it for today. I hope this episode helped you. I hope it activated the hunter instinct that is natural within all humans. You can use your hunter instinct for good. You don't have to go kill something, okay? It is just this natural drive that we all have in us. And unfortunately, people and society and parents and school teachers say, suppress that, you know, um, be practical. Don't, you know, don't offend people by accomplishing things. You know, you know, I want you to get rid of all that. I want you to take the, everything you wrote down today, cherish it, peek at it once a day, max for a couple of minutes. And I'm going to leave you hanging a little bit. We're going to come back with uh, the SMART goals next week. And we're going to put all of this into actionable goals that you can actually achieve. This is Michael Seeley's Sports Psychology Podcast. If you like what you heard today, please share this episode. It's that time of year when people are goal setting and, and dreaming big. And I want you to share the uh, the killer hunter instinct with other people. You can go to my website, michaelseeley.com. Check out more about what I do. I got YouTube videos there. I got coaching programs. I got my personal story there. You can check all of that out and hopefully it inspires you. Everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Take care.